0: <laughs> Good morning. Hey. All right, hi. What's up? My name is Q. Good morning. Welcome to the Radio One Studios. Wakey, wakey,
1: Bangalore. Hey hey Take it easy, dinosaur. He's here to turn your blues away. Good morning. Hey.
0: The show's called Good Morning Bangalore. <laughs> Good
1: morning. Ninety-four point three. Radio One.
0: Good morning, welcome to the show. If you're a parent out there and you've heard your kid saying that they want to grow up and be gamers, a lot of times a lot of parents have their jaws dropped. This is hashtag tech de- 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 for change.
1: All systems stand by to transmit. Now. This is good morning Bangalore with K.
0: The industry of gaming is one that is constantly changing. It's a multi-billion dollar industry and so many people getting into it off late. What's really exciting is we're focusing on that this morning. And we're focusing on a lot of different things that come into play in the world of gaming or as uh, Mark Zuckerberg might like to call it, the metaverse. We'll get into all of that in just a bit. But I'm very excited to speak with uh, the CEO of GameStacy this morning. Danish Sinha is with me. How are you, man? It's good to see you. Uh,
2: hi, it's lovely to meet you on the show. And by the way, when you said billion dollar industry, it's around $180 billion worth right now. Wow. So it's huge.
0: Really? And that 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 number will probably change a little bit by the end of this inter- uh, interview as well.
2: Growing at like approximately 13% so yeah definitely I think it might reach 200
0: also Thank unbelievable you. okay cool now setting that aside for a quick second of course I want to give everybody a little bit of an introduction to you you're the CEO and founder sure. at, at Game Stacy, which is basically a game developer studio that's you guys are working towards yeah. enhancing gaming experience for all users right and one thing that I can I just say you know at the outset is that parents are worried when they have their kids game because a lot of times um, the digital world is a scary place to be you can face problems of racism uh, sexism and sometimes classism as well let's start with what are the apprehensions that certain people might have maybe just playing online games let's not talk about anything it's just letting their kids indulge in online games
2: so current major three problems when you discussed in online uh, like uh, landscape of gaming is cyberbullying, which is the number one problem for females and especially LGBTQ and the second one which is like games are very extremely designed for a male specific audience they are not designed in a very holistic diverse way for females and other gender types also so this is something which is now changing but for the last 10 years or 15 years it's all about a guy saving the girl you start from like anywhere from Mario or like you start from right now all the shooters games are, were highlighting men front and center where these days even like the top AAA studios have been showcasing women bringing in like different kind of races colors ethnicity and we are actually shifting from a very skewed mindset or a limited male-centric, white male-centric mindset or a western mindset of gaming where we're always showing one country or one particular stance always greater than the rest and now we are having a very diversified kind of gaming atmosphere. Even the no- new top games all have started incorporating different colors, different gender types, different kind of stereotypes, personality types in games. And I think this is the massive landscape shift Which is also causing another shift Of what we call as a new metaverse Which you were talking yeah, about on yeah. Facebook
0: We'll get to that in a bit, I don't want to touch upon that yet yeah. Um, yeah, We'll get to that in a while Okay, so so these are the current apprehensions And problems
1: Music, great conversation and a whole lot of K Welcome to Bangalore's personal Ray of sunshine You're locked into Good Morning Bangalore with K 94.3 Radio one World, your station. This is
0: hashtag Deck for de- Change.
1: All systems stand by to transmit. Now. This is Good Morning Bangalore with K.
0: Say, from a person who's trying to build a game, Danish, from that perspective, should I be concerned about, say, for example, allowing my child to get into coding and sharing that code openly with a lot of people to build on top of other games, maybe? What are the apprehensions that I would have?
2: So, as a parent, definitely, is always a difficult decision to allow children to play games but you also need to understand we also have a pg rating in games which most people are not aware about is the issue right now people just buy any kind of game for the children not seeing what is the rating written on the cd or on the like digital purchase they have yeah yeah. generally how you have ratings for movies you have rating for games this is something every parent should be careful when even when they are giving their phone to The kid, they can actually activate a parental control which allows them to fix the amount of rating games which can be shown. And this is something which everyone should do. Because even Google and Apple can only control till the rating point of view. If you allow your children to play games which are often A rating, then that is on you, not on the gaming console or on the developers. From
0: a perspective of you guys being Bangalore based, I I can say very happily that I don't know too many bangalore based companies like you so it makes me a little extra proud to kind of uh, you know chat with you um, thank you so much <laughs> but from that perspective what i want to say is that th- this landscape of gaming right why i mean i'm saying this more of like you know from a devil's advocate perspective why bangalore why would game stacy pick bangalore to be set up in are we looking at bengaluru becoming probably the future hub of say the gaming industry in india at least
2: so definitely, I would say like the top three gaming, like top ten indie gaming studios are majorly based out of Gurgaon Bangalore, and Mumbai. Like Game On is based out of Mumbai. So I would definitely bet on Bangalore being the next step because the best players in the gaming industry, designer, artists or programmers, all are all want to live in Bangalore. So that the best at where it is How everything. Every show is so good. Like you can't even <laughs> compare with Delhi or any other place. Like it's horrible. It's horribly hard living in any other city because you need to have an AC and everything. You can just live without a fan also in Bangalore. This is the kind of benefit you get. yeah. And the kind of tech people you get has a certain vibe about it. Even if I have to ask somebody to come and work with us full time in Bangalore versus saying in any other city, just is a different level of leverage. And I have uh, possibly lived for two years and I don't think I'm in love with any other city more than Bangalore. I'm more of a (laughs) Bangaloreite than a Delhiite now when I've lived for 10 years in Delhi. (laughs)
1: There are people who complain about blues. And there are people who listen to Good Morning Bangalore with K. Let's go! 94.3 Radio One World, your station.
0: This is Hashtag Deck the Change.
1: All stand by to Now. This is Good Morning Bangalore with K.
0: is, people now see you as the founder and CEO of, of GameStacy. Yes. A little birdie tells me that you used to game for something like 10 to 12 hours a day as a child. Is that right?
2: Definitely. Definitely. So, uh, what happened is when I was young, I didn't go out too much, my dad got me a desktop and That is the only thing I remember from my childhood. Every other memory is just skipped out. No playing cricket, no going out playing Lattu or anything and just staying in the home, no hide and seek. So I played a lot of games. My dream was to become a game developer, not to have a gaming studio as such, just to be in that industry. And slowly I learned that you can make it you can have a game build with a team of two three people also and that excited me a lot and I saw success stories of single individuals making billion dollar games even like a Minecraft is made by one person yeah. and like then expanding the studio that motivated me to literally start my own studio based out of India and I had a huge interest in Indian mythology Indian ecosystem kind of making games for change so that actually came out in our games also the game for change aspect is all about we creating games for talent uh, diversity and making all our games highly inclusive right
0: okay I'm looking at is you know um when you mention all these things I'm sure there were times where say for example while you were growing up and you were trying you know you were gaming yourself you've come across these weird things in games sometimes like and when I say that I mean Sometimes inside a game, there might be over-sexualization of characters. There may be harassment that happens, right? Um, Especially maybe against minority communities, racism and whatnot. Before I get to how you guys are tackling this as a company, How did you personally tackle this when you were faced with it in your formative years?
2: So this has always been an issue with definitely core games. When I have to categorize casual core, casual is more lightweight, fun games which don't have that deep of a social experience. But core game is like going to the cricket field and uh, cheering for India and Pakistan. So there is always some issue. But the thing is, how are we tackling the issue? in the past, there was no deeper level of moderation done in terms of, are we seeing the chatting experience between players, how are they interacting, can we report or not. There was some level of moderation, but it was not properly done for, especially for minority or even for uh, women in general. Right. Right now, this has become a big issue. Even Google brought change the game campaign. And that is what we are also focused as a company to actually try to make sure there is no way in hell that you can actually abuse somebody inside a gaming atmosphere. There is a level of moderation then that you can't actually harass or say something which can be derogatory in any way possible for them. So this is one big issue is harassment and sexualization of characters. This has been done because we have designed games for men, even in whatever ways they desire. And even so female friendly
0: character. games, right? For them, from that perspective yeah. also. So
2: when we say female friendly, that means we can't have this over sexualization of characters because we are trying to now design for women rather than designing for men. Mm. When We were hardcore designing for when we would cross any kind of boundaries to get them hooked or get them on our games. So now it's more about diversity. Now we have to think about every gender type make sure everybody satisfied and we are not crossing any kind of lines
0: if I'm if I've got my numbers right on an article that I read about you guys uh, is that 67.3% of game developers at Game Stacey are women and only 28.7% are male and the remaining are non- non-binary which I think um, is such an interesting thing was this something that you you know took as an active decision or it just happened
2: so we wanted to keep our ratios 50 50 in generally in terms of game developers also as gamers our gamers are around 70 30 on the mobile the whole idea is to actually get these games designed by women front and center and then like whatever tech or non uh, like uh, what do you call game uh, whatever development work is required that can be done by anybody but the whole centerpiece is allowed making sure women or somebody who has faced all these issues design these games. So to just top it off, we actually are partnered with Beamble whose uh, point of contact was also somebody who was uh, as a part of LGBTQ community. Yeah, and we yeah. used to get a lot of perspective from the US-based community, how they feel and how they think about it. Right. So Beamwell is based out of US and our point of contact was somebody from the LGBT, which actually helped us to design and go in depth about all the issues they face. Because awesome. it's very hard just being a guy to understand other people's perspective until you really talk to them in a very deep way. Looking forward to <laughs> partying on the weekend it is
1: so yesterday when you have a party on the airwaves every morning every morning you're yo- okay
0: 94.3 a- uh-uh.
1: Radio 1 One World Your Station oh. This is Hashtag
0: de- de- the change
1: All stand by to now This is Good Morning Bangalore with K.
0: Before we get into more serious conversation, uh, now to de-stress a little bit, right, for you personally. Okay, sure. Uh, And you want to, let's just say, you've had a long day and you just want to chill and just do a little bit of gaming. What, What are you currently playing? For how long do you play a day?
2: So if I play a game... And if I'm just relaxed throughout the day, it might just end up at night and I won't see the time. So generally, it can go around 3-4 hours When right now. But if I was a kid or if I was completely free, my vacation would be to sit in front of the computer, not to go to Goa or to go to anywhere abroad. <laughs> so, right now, it's 2-3 hours approximately. These days, I, I used to love strategy games because that was like what I grew up with. Age of Empires, Warcraft, Starcraft. These are all the classics of the time. Yeah. And that is what I still play. I play the latest versions of these games. And sometimes I play games on mobile and for uh, relaxation but yeah that is my favorite kind of games which I play. everybody here has some kind of gaming uh handicap which they have like somebody plays like hardcore strategy games uh, simulation games and we don't click with each other also as gamers you know cause we are so broad in our own genres i
0: um i have to tell you this little secret about me okay so i love gaming Love is an okay. understatement. Which games did you play currently? No, so 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 that's that's where I'm getting at. This is the little catch okay. to it. It's because I realized at a very young age that if I sit like like you, I would probably be in the same position that you are now. Where uh, in the past you used to game for like ten hours a day, and I realized this very early in my life. And I realized that I couldn't focus on other things and like studying and things like that. So I took an active decision, or rather, my parents took it for me, and then I agreed with them to not game as much. But you remember those. Um, you know the early years of where you had to put in uh your your this thing to the to the television and that to those days you had that bpl television and then you had a cassette that went into this thing and things like that yeah so uh, i used to do mario like that yeah Yeah. so i used to do mario like that uh then slowly moved on to story based games i used to play a lot of dave um i used to play a lot of road rash i used to play a lot of um oh man um, this is bringing back a lot of memories and then eventually I moved to something like Donkey Kong for, for some reason right Okay. and played well, Donkey Kong for something. a step back after like yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know uh, and then off you know probably like a couple of years ago I, I randomly got gifted by God knows by someone um, a, 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 like a Batman story game and I love story games okay, okay? Uh, I think I played Arkham, Arkham City or something like that yeah or?
2: Arkham City is like a classic
0: yeah like classic. so I I think I played that and I played it like hundreds of times ruined my laptop because my laptop config was not like You know, up there Built
2: for gaming,
0: got it So I ruined that laptop (laughs) I ruined it And, um, uh, you know, it's such an interesting thing Because story-based games, like you said, uh, were for me But for you, might be strategy and and whatnot
1: One in ten people say Kay is not a ladies' man That one person is my mom Alright then, let's get back to the ladies Oh my god I mean show It's Good Morning Bangalore with Kay 94.3 94.3 Radio 1 One world, your station You're listening to Good Morning Bangalore Good Morning Bangalore The 94.3 Radio 1
0: uh, Currently, in terms of trends, what are we seeing as the hottest trend in terms of games? Like, what are people around the world playing? What are people in India playing? What type of games?
2: I think we are actually moving, in India actually, we are moving from just casual games or card games to a more deeper audience. I don't know whether you have heard of this mythological, Indian mythological game called Raji. It's actually nominated as a best game of the year of 2020 and this is like one of the indie studios in India which is getting nominated, which is a big thing for India. Right. And we are actually moving from just making real money games or card games into a deep gaming category which was built by us and japan so i don't know how much you know but there is a category called jrpg it's called japanese rpg so japanese made such a good rpg mechanics that they had to name a whole genre after them it's like called indian romance like a romance (laughs) which is so good like only indians can do it well so we have to name a category so generally we call it rpg role-playing games which was a classic us kind of role-playing games jrpg did so well so i personally feel on one level In India also, there is a huge potential which is going to come of Indian mythological games. Because I don't know whether you have heard of God of War as a series. Yeah, I have. have. All these Nautic and Zeus mythologies combined, like Greek, uh, Nautic where Indian mythology like we have got Indra like literally he's that god of thunder from India like who is why are we not talking about it so I think the next stage of gaming from India would definitely be Indian mythology because it's so deep and it's so diverse it can cover most of the mythologies abroad but like, what are most Indians
0: the, playing yeah. right now for that matter
2: most people are actually shifting from a deeper core mechanics from a more casual uh, gaming mechanics like we have seen a shift from Ludo King to something more uh, mid core to PUBG right now and now I think this kind of audience which has started gaming in a much more deeper we will want to diversify the kind of games they play they will move to much more deeper kind of gameplay story based gameplay mechanics so story is something which doesn't come hit you first but it hits you afterwards and it stays long with you because you don't forget a story you can definitely forget a mechanics for sure
0: yeah makes sense makes sense my last bit of conversation with you i want to kind of focus on uh, something that's making waves across the world right now which is the metaverse Um, and what you know uh, Mark Zuckerberg is kind of trying to get into now the latest is that Microsoft is going to take their shot at it as well Um, and it's such an you know an interesting thing where do we stand as a country in India from that perspective and to say for example an Indian company creating something like that uh, number one and number two is this really the future or you know where do you stand on that?
2: So uh, next thing is, uh, Karan will actually not be hosting a show like this, he will be hosting a show inside a metaverse where thousands of people will be clapping in the back and he might laugh or he might get annoyed because everybody's seeing him while he's hosting the show. So this is what metaverse will do to you, it will change the way you think and design do things as a business also like every other business will get affected so now we are as a metaverse we want to shift everything into a virtual world this actually saves resources for a company and it saves travel time and everything but we want to give them the whole realistic complete uh what do you call immersive experience through goggles through glasses or through whatever i don't know maybe a room they'll create a room where you can actually go inside the room and you're in a whole realistic room where i can literally see karan next to me and maybe if i shake hand i can shake hand with me this is what we are planning to do as a metaverse like it's an open-ended possibility of creating a whole virtual universe where you can do business you can do everything you maybe not even want to go out of the house after like 10 years this is what metaverse will do so facebook is creating google is creating and we are also trying to move into the metaverse space so right now influenza what we are building is a games as a platform where you have a gaming platform you have a social media and you also have a user-generated content where users can make games Uh, on themselves so this the next product which we'll be creating will also be like a stepping stone to metaverse from games as a platform we'll move to a gaming metaverse facebook is moving from a social media perspective to a social metaverse so the whole idea is some of these guys from the us will actually do it but definitely there will be indian companies which are moving in that direction so some of the indian companies are actually moving from the uh, blockchain network they are saying we will create the next NFT metaverse where you can actually sell and buy items and then they will grow it into a metaverse space so we are actually moving from a gaming space and Interesting. we want to build, also build the next uh, gaming metaverse Big,
0: man this yeah. has been so cool uh, kind of trying to get to know your side of the world uh, or rather, your your metaverse or something like that. Uh, but I, I want to say, Danish, this has been a very, very insightful conversation. Um, to the entire team at Gamestacy, I think you guys are doing some really, really phenomenal work, which is, you know, um, a, a place where a lot of big tech companies, um, without taking any names, have failed in a lot of ways. Um, which is, you know, trying to remove things like cyberbullying, hate, um, you know, yes. racism, and things like that. Man. It makes me, I have to tell you, extremely proud to say that a Bangalore-based startup uh, and game developer studio is really trying to, you know, make it safe for people out there, number one. But also with the things that you guys are building, I'm only wishing you the best and man, I am rooting for you guys because not only will you do, you know, I mean, yourselves proud, but you will do the whole of Bangalore and the whole of India proud as well. So many, many That's wishes fantastic. and I, I'm sure you guys will do fantastically well.
2: Thanks a lot, Karan. Thank you so much.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, get to know him off air too. Have you followed him on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter yet? At Off Air with K. Slide into his DMs now. 94.3 One World, your station.